Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix. And it's lights out and away we go. We off the green, 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 this for my kids. I'm your host, Mahad, and we're here to review the Mexican GP that's happened over the weekend. And I'm joined by Chris. How are you doing, Chris? I'm alive, in it? You know, um, the, the driver I represent on this podcast is is drowning, but, you know, we move, we move. My, my team grabs poles. He, he's diverted and gone back to the I'm a Ferrari fan, not a George fan. Uh, he's trying to get out of the box, low-key. Uh, as you may know, that Chris is the spokesman for George Russell, and he's got some questions to answer, like he's a Tory MB. Uh, Kwame, how we doing, brother? You're back two weeks in a row. Two for two, man. Hey, I, 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 can't, I can't miss an episode, man. But um, no, um, yeah, another cast member, another driver that they represent having a stinker today as well. But uh, my team, you know, we, we, we dunked on Hass. So, you know, hey, let me be shameless, man. <laughs> Wait, wait. Did he, Chris, Chris, Chris. Let's just run his back. Did he just say his team? Did he leave Alphatari to go to Alpine and now he's claiming Alphatari? He never left, bro. He has more tweets about um, Alphatari than he has about Alpine. You know you know when you lose your, your, your babes, yeah, and you go to a new one, but you want your old one back, like, that's the love of your life. That's your cinnamon apple, bro. That's Alphatari to Kwame, bro. I know he wants to go back. He's just waiting. He's waiting for Danny to leave. I'm just waiting for Alphatari to get sold and then he's got nothing. Oh, and no, no, no. Listen, when they rebrand to Adidas, I'm Gucci, man. I, I'm Why Gucci. no, no, no. What if they get sold to Andretti? What, you're an Andretti fan? Man's going to claim, yeah, I was watching IndyCar. I was, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there, man. You got me there. No, no, no. no. My, my man's going to be like, I watched I watched um, Italy 1993, yeah, Michael, and he got that podium, bruv. Oh. That's, that's, that's a real driver. No, that's insane. Hey, man. Um, um, before we get started, before we get started, uh, Usual promo. Follow us on Twitter at Pissed Off Racker. Follow us on Instagram at Pissed Off Racker. Follow us on TikTok. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Leave a comment. We love it. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your podcasts, please leave a five-star review. 
and please uh, leave us some nice comments as it all helps out. So today we're going to be reviewing the Mexican GP. Uh, back to a normal weekend. No more after back-to-back sprint races. I feel a bit jaded about sprint races. But we've got another one in Brazil next week anyway. A bit of an eventful race. And a very, very, very eventful qualifying. Where, once again, the guy that's triple world champion, who's dominated Formula 1 this season, has not put it on pole position again. And surprisingly, a team that absolutely showed nothing in Q1 and Q2, all of a sudden slapped out a pole lap. And both drivers are very, very, very close to each other and locked out the front row. Uh, that is Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz, P1, P2. Uh, I just want Chris, talk us through why Ferrari, how, how did Ferrari do this? Because it did not look like they were going to get a pole, even though they did have a pole last week uh, in Kota. It's institutional muscle memory, bruv. This is what we do. We just go fast. But um, in all seriousness, it was the fact that they kept the tyres in in good shape for once. And like literally the one time they kept the good tyres good for the entire lap, they grabbed pole. And that was the kind of the story of qualifying because these Pirelli tyres were awful. The softs were awful. They were struggling to get them into the lap or struggling to make them last throughout the whole lap. So when you got it all right, you got a quick time. But if you got them a bit out of the window, you're nowhere, which is what happened in Mercedes, why Hamilton went from P1 in Q2 to P5. So it was just about making sure that the tyres were working at the right time and Ferrari got it absolutely spot on with both drivers somehow. And very, very close between Carlos and uh, Leclerc. Do you think that, that that kind of gap's closed up? Because obviously... That is the skill set known for by Charles Leclerc pulling out worldy uh, quality laps. And that's now, what, 22 poles matches Fernando Alonso. Bloody hell, which is uh, quite a stat. But Carlos Sainz, is just, he's kind of really closed up that gap in quality now. He's never been that bad at quality. I know Lando was better than him and um, Charles is better than him. But it's one of the things where it's not been too, too bad. And it's one thing that he's he's clearly worked on and he's gotten better at producing quality laps. And it's a thing of, you know, once I think when they're both kind of happy with the car, they're able to run it pretty close to one another. So it's showing off today and, you know, he's, he's grabbed a pole position. He's grabbed two pole positions this season. So he, he obviously knows what he's doing. So... I think now that he's got on the top of the car, I think they've made the car a lot better. It's easier for Carlos to do his thing and be closer to Leclerc than, than it was at the start of the season when the car was a handful. Yeah, definitely. Um, there were some other surprises in qualifying as well. Um, returning Daniel Ricciardo. He returned in Cota. Then the next week, he's come to Mexico and he slapped it comfortably into Q3, which is, to me, like, what the fuck? And that qualifies Sergio Perez. And it's very close to Max Verstappen. Um, is this a redemption arc, Kwame? Daniel uh, Ricciardo, is this the start? Or, or is this a bit fool's gold? What, what do we think yeah. about this? And what do we think about Sergio Perez being out-qualified by Daniel Ricciardo? So, yeah, I've done, I've done some you know, research into the team about it. So, um, they've kind of been 
preempting, you know, for Danny Rick to obviously come back. Um, the last race, um, uh, Aaron Austin, he was actually using Yuki setup. Um, so the setup wasn't actually designed for him. One thing about Daniel Rick is he's very particular about how he wants the car to be, how to be set up. He's not an adaptable driver in a sense. And the team, they set up the car this weekend more in his uh, driving um, style, uh, in his driving sense. And that obviously showed in quality and that showed up in the race as well. And um, again, he's obviously racing. I think everyone pretty much knows he's racing for that Red Bull seat um next year or year after whatever but he's waiting for the rebel seat and um slapping on to p4 um ahead of you know Perez even in that red bull as home gone please is a big statement um but yeah the avatars this weekend were, were looking very fast to be fair of them but that shocked me i was out the night before watch the i'm back but i woke up and i saw daniel rick p4 i was like am i, am I in the nightmare or am i in the gym or am i in car <laughs> i was not expecting that if you told me even on friday we'd get p4 i'd be, I'd be laughing you so yeah, you did a good job. Kwame woke up. I thought he was still drunk, bruv. Man said, man said <laughs> I was out. Yeah, I woke up and I see, I see that group of people said, hey, I might be still drinking. <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there. Yeah? I need one of you guys to answer this. What is AlphaTauri cooking for them to out-qualify a Merc and a Red Bull? This they, can't they, be a because I, I really do believe you could have been in Q3 comfortably if he did. I'd take it. Oh, oh. They, what they've done is basically said, we are not making our own cars anymore. We're copying the Red Bull, and they've made strides into copying Red Bull, and they've made them lots of improvements. It's it's basically you know it's like they're copying they're copying the homework, and it's working for them. And now they're a lot more in line because I remember the start of the season when Franz Toss was like, "I don't trust my engineers." They went from that to you know, All right, let's we don't trust these guys. We're going to copy these other guys' work and and make ourselves a lot closer. So. That's the upgrades they provided, you know. It's a serious Formula One team providing real upgrades and real improvement, unlike others. It seems like their performance gains look like better than certain other teams that uh, got up, their car upgraded, but we won't speak on that right now. But uh, Sergio Perez, what, what, what are we going to do about this? Because clearly, Ricardo's knocking on the door. He's already out qualified you once and he's only been here half a season. Is it is it is it trouble? Is it trouble for Perez in terms of Daniel Ricardo? Is Daniel Ricardo got a real shot at the seat? Kwame? See the, the, okay. Politics wise, yes, because it is it's clear night and day that you know Red Bull, you know, Marco Horner, they're, they're kind of tired of Perez now. They've, they've, you know, it's one that's caused essentially this relationship, and they're like, we kind of wanted to go. Ricardo, they can, he's, he's such a marketable figure, man. Let's keep it on this, man. And uh, it's not racing, we're not talking racing here, but it's just the fact that, cool, if you've got someone who's a bare image, cool, they're going to push that, let alone where now he's actually pulling up with his goods this weekend. Um, you know, we're talking about, we can talk about Paris' star later and quality, but, um, after uh, on the race, sorry, but, um, yeah, I feel like. The writing's on the wall. I feel like they're just waiting for the right time, essentially. Um, like we talked about last pod, you know, the contract time. And they're just waiting for the right job. Like, like me, they're waiting for the right time to switch, the right time to, take, just, just to change their top and be like, yeah, 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 out of here, man, and give them the P45. But um, this is a good excuse. <laughs> We've got how many races left in the end of the season now? If he keeps it up, then, boy, scary eyes for for Perez, man, to be honest. Chris, you're smiling about this. You've prayed for these days. Do you want him out of Formula One completely? 
Not really, but it's more just I want him out of the Red Bull. I want I want a bit more of a serious driver next to Max, just just to push him a little bit. You know, some some weekends give him a tussle. You know, you know, make him work for it. But um, the funny, you know, what the funny thing is, this is the one time where, unless you say Max completely bottled his final lap, Perez actually pr- produced a good qualifying session because it was only one and a half temps off. So it's it's kind of weird dunking on Perez for like getting out qualified by Danny Rick. When he's only a tenth and a bit off Max Verstappen, so it's a sticky one still. Uh, no, uh, let's be serious, man. <laughs> hey, no, 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 Kwame, no, 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 if I if I told you, if I told mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. listeners, I want listeners to know this, what viewers, if I told you the week before that Perez is going to qualify, he get easily into Q3, no problem, and he's one tenth within the close, uh, nearly a tenth and a half close to Max. You'd say that's a good uh, quality, no? It's a good quality. It's a good quality, but then when yeah, you put I'm the context not... of who qualified ahead of him, well, and I think I think people wouldn't criticize him if anybody else on that grid was in between them. It's because it's Daniel Ricciardo. I swear to God, because because it's Daniel Ricciardo that's in between them, that's where oh he, he's had a stinker. If it was like Russell or even like Hulkenberg, nobody would care that, that that's the driver between them two. It's because it's Daniel Ricciardo and it's amplified that. And it got amplified even worse with that race start. Sergio Perez. Off the line. I think he had a fantastic start, personally. He absolutely cooked off the line. And then into turn one, free wide, Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, Sergio Perez. In front of the home fans, in front of family and friends, in front of all these sponsors. Got flipped like a pancake got tossed in the air because he was a bit too overly ambitious in my opinion anyway. Uh, I'm going to get both your thoughts on this, but Chris, break it down for me. Break down this whole situation, this race start and uh, Perez early buff. In what, in okay, so the Ferraris got a terrible start off the line and I don't know what they were doing, but they, they stung. Max Verstappen got a great start off and then Perez got the best start. Like The best start was in the toll, pulled out around the outside he saw p1 in his eyes bruv he saw p1 he saw his name in the lights and the rafters you know they're gonna hang his shirt in 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 the in the museum name the track after him and he saw he saw it all and went for a move and then forgot that his teammate was there and that charles was there and he thought charles was gonna back out charles didn't back out he held it in he held his ground then cut across, made a mistake, cut across, and, you know, three into one doesn't run. So he's going to have to hold that, you know. Your race done after, like, what, 800 metres because he just, you know, got lost in the source. Like, he, he, he was very much, he did everything right until he made one error, and it was a fatal error. And so he kind of has to hold that, you know, ruined everyone's day. Kwame, thoughts on thoughts on that crash? Was he a bit overly ambitious there? Yeah, way overly ambitious there. I feel like the pressure got to him as well. Um, like, like you said, off the line, he probably had the best start of of, of, of the, the front runners. Um, again, like I said, the Ferraris had a poor start and they dropped off. Um, he kind of dives down the inside and then gets into like a freeway where between him, Max and Leclerc, he tries to turn in way too early into the corner, not Probably noticed that not noticing that they know that um, there are other cars there, and then when you turn, 
it's just it's just it's just gonna end horrendously, especially when you're coming from the outside in, and then you're just gonna cough and you're just gonna spin and yeah, you, you crash and unlucky for him that was the end of his race. Um, especially in the home crowd as well, uh, especially with the situation he's in with that um, second seed Red Bull. Um, it's not the time, but like Chris said, I think he saw his name in lights. He 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 dived down. He saw. He probably thought, okay, I can make it to P1, and then pff, just wasn't meant to be. Um, obviously, as well, we, um, we tried to rescue him. Hey, <laughs> um, I, I don't know what they were thinking about that, man. But, um, yeah, it just wasn't, wasn't to be for, for his race. I mean, the French, I don't blame Leclerc. It ain't Leclerc's fault, man. That's, that's on pairs. We saw. We saw some of the Leclerc's wanted by the cartel now, man. That man scrapping hey. in, the, in the audience like it was a football factory or something. Let's just hope he made that safe out of Mexico City, man, because, boy, them man did not play. You know, normally, yeah, these men roll up, roll it, roll up in Ferraris, yeah, and, like, you know, your Ferrari driver, you roll up in the Ferrari, they tee their flow, escorting the car out in the Fiat Punto, bruv. They said, you're not, you're not, you don't know what car we're leaving in, bruv. And, you know, Red Bull, yeah, they tried to fix Perez's car to get him back in the race because they were on their knees. They said, we can't have Paris have a stinker here, yeah, because Marco got the block hot, yeah. Like, Marco got the block hot, and these men were on their knees for Paris to have a good weekend. Did you see uh, Helmut Marco with the hand around the shoulder of Perez on the pit wall? I've never seen that shit in my life. I've never seen Horner do that with any driver ever. Why did they do that in public? That's PR, bro. Cameras, <laughs> man. So we care bro. Fam, them man wanted they saw the car. They saw there was a massive hole in the in the underfloor. They said, nah, fuck this, man. It's over, man. Did you see the side pod? Side pod looked like like a well. It was done. Man tried to get the car back out and it was over, bro. Uh, that side pod held an Nganu bang, bruv. It got the <laughs> hole in the side, bruv. I can't believe they tried. They tried to say, come back in, fam. They're insane, man. But uh, honestly, uh, we're going to have to have discuss discussion. It's always going to come up until it happens. What, what happens to Sergio Perez? Is he, is he driving for Red Bull in the beginning? Of, in what, Bahrain 2024? Is he in that seat, Chris? I don't know. Like, before I was saying, nah, 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 nah. But that was just me, like, kind of hating. But now I genuinely don't know because anything can happen these days, bro. With this sport, anything can happen. I think it, his saving grace was that Danny Rick got injured. Because if Danny Rick was fit and was firing, they would have made their mind up already. But because it's like he's only had one real race, it's a bit more tricky for them to make the call. And it's not a, it's not a dead set decision, so... So it's a bit sticky still. If Danny Rick cooks in the next what, what three races remaining, if he cooks, what I mean cooks like P sevens, P eights, cooking in quality, is it is it a done deal? Oh yeah, it's done. Yeah, then it's done. Danny Rick, man, Danny Rick just just uh, falling forward, bro, failing forward, fam. Imagine you you get dunked on by uh, Lando Norris to the point where you get paid out and fired, and you end up in the best seat in Formula One. Are you crazy? That's actually insane to me, man. But the thing is, he hasn't he has an excuse in the sense of he was 
kind of smart and his attitude at Alpha Tire. He basically said, I'm not going to learn how to drive this car. You're going to make the car work the way I drive. It couldn't work at McLaren. And he just like, this messed me up. And it got into my head. So it's like, if I don't drive naturally, I'm not driving. So I think they've all kind of worked and come to accept that. So it's fine. But he's him at any other team is, is finished. He, he, he can't go anywhere else. It's, this is his home now. This is it. This is what uh, was it? Last shot. Last chance, you. Last chance, last F1. One, man. <laughs> last chance, F1. Last chance, F1, you know. This is his last chance, bro. There's no more seats for you, bro. So if he gets into it, listen, I, 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 I believe, look, if Sergio Perez can ruin races in that car, that's it. Like, Ricardo can win. And if we're in 2024, Ricardo's winning races. And Lando Norris is not winning races. There's no justice in this world, bro. There's no justice. <laughs> I swear to God. My head would be absolutely in orbit, bro. I cannot believe it. Not to say that Ricardo didn't win a race us. He did. But this is what we call failing forward, fam. Because this guy was in the mud and he's here. And I can't believe it. And it's, it's Sergio Perez's fault, man. And this is the worst thing, yes. If people think Sergio Perez is going to retire. I hear it a lot of talk about retirement. This brother loves money too much. And he brings money with him as well. He is not... Any then backmarker team to putting him in the seat immediately, bro. The money he brings. Are you crazy? The Mexican fans. He's coming. He's going, he's going somewhere. If the rumours are true... Let's talk about the rumours now. Before we start talking about English problem, yeah. There are rumours in the paddock. Lots of different rumours here and there. Aston Martin's being sold. Alonso's going to Red Bull. Perez is going to Aston Martin. Bloody, bloody, blah. Yeah. But there's no confirmation because a lot of these F1 journalists are doing chatty patty. And they're like, I can't believe it. I hope it's not true. Da, 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 da. I'm just sitting there waiting on Joe, Joe Sayward because he's, he's going to expose that shit. We're talking about yeah, I was in the hills in, in Mexico. He's gonna he's gonna write a blog and he's gonna have everything in there. But these lot, your your Will Buxton's a lot. They're just doing kiki. Hee hee. We know something. The rumors in the paddock about something major happening. I want to get both yours opinions on what you think it is, and then we can check back on it when it does happen or if it does not happen. So, Chris, what do you think this massive rumor is? I think Alonso is out of Aston Martin. Through some way or another, he's out of Aston Martin. I don't know if it's going to Red Bull or just kind of just basically going, I can't be bothered anymore because he's just seen the writing in the wall at Aston Martin. He's like, it was a good couple of podiums, but like, I'm kind of done. But I think it's I think it's centered around Alonso more than anyone. So I think him at Aston Martin, I think that relationship's done, man. I think he 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 wasn't there for the hard times. He was just there for for good fun, you know. You know, took took a took a took a hack a couple of nice dates, but like when when it's time to get serious, he he's not there. They started talking about kids, and he was like, "No, nah, I can't commit." Yeah, can't do it, love. Can we still have fun? You know what I mean? Uh, Kwame, what do you think this rumors? I think Aston Martin. I, I don't think I was selling the whole the whole um, team, 
but for like a certain percentage, like a certain young twenty percent, it's probably gonna get sold to to, to the next no um, biggest bidder. Be that Geely, that's one that's one rumor we've seen, and they're like a big Chinese electric um, car firm or um, Honda or something. But I can see them give it something 20, 30, 10 percent, similar to what Alpine have done, where they've sold a little percent as well to them American investors, and then who knows in the future what will happen in them with that team. Because um, obviously, last draw, I feel like he's put last draw, published draw, launched draw, put too much money into that team for you know, they're building their new factory in Silverstone wind tunnel um i don't know if he's gonna sell all of it but uh what what what, what the stop saying at the money man what the stop saying you know what my situation is i'm in a i'm in a predicament with these stocks there you go, man. Close my financial hey, information you've got real people here yeah. struggling let's just say i'm eating beans for dinner how about there that? you go man yeah so Hey, you know what killed me? Yeah, the screenshot of someone's like they they sold two hundred fifty millions worth of shares, and that's why it was like two and a half grand was worth of shares. No, it's two point five million. It's still meaty. It's nothing. What are you talking about? That's just a normal trade, bro. What are you talking about? At the end of the day, yeah, I I I'm inclined to believe Chris's thing. I don't think they're selling because I feel like that's a bit too, when it comes to money. Unless they've got like a clear buyer, and that would have been. On the lead up, this is a huge acquisition. You can't just do this on a on a slide halfway through a huge investment that you're doing at the moment. The the wind tunnel's not even finished. You're just your project's still going on. You know what I'm saying? But I think this is an ego thing. I think Alonso started getting mad disrespectful about the situation with the car, and then maybe was a little bit disrespectful to Papa Stroll. And Papa Stroll is one of them guys that I don't take disrespects. I'm a fight. That's what I think. If Alonso got fired again for disrespect, I would love it, bruv. Because it's happened at Ferrari. Nothing, which is crazy. Because if it was any other boss, they would never fire a guy that got them seven podiums in a year. And this team's media, they never get podiums. Yeah, no, no other like that would never happen in any other scenario. But this is Lawrence Stroll. He don't play. This brother don't play. I've seen drafts to survive. Man stand up when he walks in the room, bro. They get nervous. Do you think he's going to have Alonso talk to him any other way? Talk crazy? No. But I think it's a case. In your scenario, Chris, I think, I don't think he's going to retire or anything like that. I think he's lined up another seat already. But I just don't know where it is. I can't confirm. People are saying Red Bull. I can't confirm that. I think, first of all, like Red Bull are so on this second driver thing. And I don't know how they would ever believe if if Alonso said to them, Oh, yeah, I'll be a second driver. It's fine. There's no problem. I'll call them. I'll listen to team orders. He's chatting shit. The second he's in a car that can win a race, he's going to do something. <laughs> and I think Max will dunk on him anyway. But it would cause strife and headache in that product. What I was try- trying to say is, I think, I don't know, man. There's a, it has to be another seat. It has to be another seat. The job, job's not finished. I can't, I can't have Alonso in a Red Bull. I can't have him in a race winning car. I can't do it. I can't do I'll it. Because if Max bottles a race and Alonso picks up the scraps and gets a race win, I cannot have Rafa talking smack in my ear. That's all. That's all. What, that's all. What Alonso fans and Alonso wants just one race win. That's all they care about. The problem exactly. is. 
the problem is, the problem is, yeah, and I'm I'm talking like it's the NBA contracts right now, yeah. Alonso's got a contract at the end of 2024 with plus an optional year at the end of that, yeah. Perez has got a contract to the end of 2024. These men could just swap contracts and just put Checo in the in the racing point and put Alonso in the Red Bull and just let the year run out and say, oh, we're just going to give you, we're going to we're going to give the fans what they want. We'll put Alonso in the seat for Red Bull for one year and that's it. That is that could happen. I think it's bloody stupid. I don't think it's going to happen, but that could happen. It's a possibility. And Perez goes to the team. Perez goes to the team where everybody loves him. He saved them. He's all that man there. He, he paid their mortgages, bro. Their man will die for him. All of them people, all them mechanics, everybody there. Because he he kept that team out of the mud with his sponsors. But that team was uh, when when my man went to jail, he held it down. That's his. That technically that's his F one home proper. Aston Martin, and he didn't even get the opportunity to start there when it was Aston Martin, but they replaced him with Bell. And that's a stroll team. But yeah, I, I think that's the rumor. I think Alonso has been sacked, which is endorphins for you, Chris. <laughs> Unless he goes to Red Bull, then I'm in pain, bro. Like, what I've won at what cost? What if, uh, what, <laughs> what if Sands goes to Red Bull? <laughs> Then Alonso goes to Ferrari. I go back to hitting my team again, but I've done it before, bro. You you <laughs> see me, you know, you know the Red Bull hat that, that I won at Tom and Aldous' live show. You see me wear that on the pod, bro. When when Max smokes Alonso, you see me wear it on the pod in, with pride. Uh, Al- Alonso Charles Leclerc would be the funniest driver lineup ever, bro. Racing IQ versus no racing IQ, that would be hilarious, bro. It'll be it'll be twenty four qualifiers sessions to Leclerc, and then it'll be like twenty three races to Alonso. And we'll just sit there, and go, oh my god, I can't believe this. Every every race, how did Leclerc lose that one? Fuck's sake! <laughs> he got yeah qualified in by eight positions. How did he do this? Oh my god, it will be a nightmare. But uh, back to the actual race itself. Uh, before we get started, Charles, Charles Leclerc, what's up with these race starts? That's three race starts. Including the red red flag start. What's wrong with his race starts? I don't, I don't know. know, just, know it no, you're not. I noticed it as well. But uh, he hoons. He stinks with them, and he needs to fix it up because it's like when it goes from dry to no, but, no but from wet to dry, yeah, and starts yeah. to smell yeah. it for no reason. It's one of those things. He just he just has holes in his game that some that just become apparent when you watch him a bit closely. I mean, I was about to be nice and give him, you know, okay, cool. Um, race pace tax, isn't it? But hey, now, now you man said it. Hey, to be fair, to be fair, I thought he had, I thought he had a fantastic race. I just think these race starts seem to sway out. I don't know if it's a for is it, is it the car. I don't know. Got smoked by Lando in Coca. But I think the cars all because even signs a bit as well. But like I said, in Coca as well, same issues. So. Who knows if it's Leclerc or the actual car? Okay. Um, race went on. Max Verstappen led the race, did his thing. We, we had a kind of like a little bit built of a boring first stint where guys were just, just getting into the groove of things. Uh, Hamilton was progressing, trying to put pressure on the Ferraris, but Ferrari looked a little bit comfortable. Leclerc, for some reason, without a, with a missing front wing after the Perez incident, looked quite comfortable. He looked fast, 
So it looked like P2 was really on. And Kevin Magnussen, I don't know what happened. I think his suspension failed. It was just a scary crash. Car on fire straight away. Uh, to me, it was apparent that it was a red flag. Uh, but it took ages to say it was a red flag. And some guys pitted in that time. Verstappen pitted, Norris pitted, and turned out it was a red flag anyway. So just a waste of a pit stop. Norris lost like two positions just doing that for no reason. Um, but yeah, ended up being a red flag while they cleaned up the barriers and got to put the car away. Then we had the opportunity of, it, it, it happened bang on flat 36. So it was literally halfway through the race. So we got to see a different half in the second half of the race. And first of all, like, let's just let's speak about Lando Norris because this guy dropped ten of positions in that in that in that uh, second restart. And he spoke about not losing positions, but I just firstly, Chris, talk us through uh, Lando Norris's race because the guy was at the back, kind of a, a poor, poor qualifying session for him. Not putting it, not getting into Q2 and starting off at P17, then clawing his way back to P8, then going all the way back to P14, and then ended up where he ended up. Speak to me, Marcus. Do you know what annoyed me the most about this Lando Norris recovery drive? Yeah, is that he was properly stinking. Yeah, and then I was because after you know, you drew me out last week with the George Lando little conversation, so I was like, I was like. Oh, let me get my get back, you know. Lando's having a who not. Like, let me get my get back. And then the qualifier happens, he stunk it. The race begins, cool, he's making a small, small recovery. Then um the what do you call it? Red flag starts again, another stinker. But then he got the tires into the window, kept it in the window, and then was pulling overtake after overtake, real hooping. And you just got to respect it. Like, you know, the car had the pace for a podium and he showed it. He showed, you know, he showed levels. He said, I'm going to get my tires in the window, keep them in the window, keep them cooking. Him and Lewis, masterful in the mediums. So it was a really, really, it was, it was a world-class drive. And, you know, good recovery from uh, from a, a, a letdown of a Saturday. So it's it's one, one of that. He was the star of the show in terms of pure race entertainment. You know, great moves on Danny Rick. And George, you know, just real hooping. So I, I can't, I can't hate. And you know, as a small penny stock investor, because you know, I like the British people, I like British racers. But like, it was a great, great drive. It's on the spreadsheet, brother. Uh, I was about to question you. I didn't. Is he on the spreadsheet, Kwame? Because this yeah, guy's yeah, telling me yeah. Norris. Yeah, there's, 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 there's a caveat. There's a caveat that basically says I rate Norris, but I rate him less than George, and that's 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 the caveat on on the spreadsheet. So it's like, exactly. a, I, but I, 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 we, we need to have that. We, we we will have that conversation. I think that's the next fact card because I, you, you, the position is becoming untenable at this moment in time. Because where did Russell start, and where did Lando uh, Lando Norris start? Where was Russell's teammate? You can't even blame the car to say, oh, yeah, the Mercedes didn't have pace. What happened there? But that don't count, bro. But your teammate's doing something. No, no, no. You can't do this. 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 At least finish the head of the Ferraris. What are you doing, man? Let's not do this, man. I saw George Russell do the same move on science six times in a row. He didn't even switch it up. He didn't even switch up the jump on. He said, I'm getting in the post and I'm backing down. I'm doing the same move over and over again. And it was not working. 
His head is gone, man. His head, his head is gone. He's, he's, he's not well. That that boy is not well in the head, and it is what it is. I saw his head going that team radio, man. That team radio where you're shouting, hey, his head was, <laughs> his head was gone, man. Oh yeah, there was a there was a team radio where they were like, oh, your laces, your races with Lando, and he's like, oh, I don't care about Lando. I'm like that, something about that That's it. It was after pit stop. It was after pit stop. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he was like, behind Lando. Yeah. Like, brother, you need to care about Lando. You need to care about Lando because Lando was on stop. Do you know what it is? It was were they committed to a one stop or a two stop? That's what confused me about Mercedes. I don't know what they were doing because Red Bull. I, I don't know. Two-stop. It muddied the waters. It muddied the waters, isn't it? Yeah, Red Bull committed to a two-stop. Ferrari were doing a one-stop. And then Red and then Mercedes were just doing half and half. And I was like, if they're doing a one-stop, George is right. If they're doing a two-stop, the team is right. And because we'd never because we don't know, it is what it is. These just kept doing dummies and dummies and dummies, man. So I, even me, hey. I was confused as well. Even George I'm confused because like I'm in the box. No, nah, dummy. But, yeah. uh, we'll speak about George a little bit further in a minute, but Lando Norris, this is a phenomenal drive. He's got a prehistoric engine. The guys have the same engines as Spa. Yeah? It don't look like he's going to even change engine for the rest of the season. So the man's going to have the same engine from Spa to the end of the season. Yeah? And he's pulling this stuff off. Obviously, he made up for the kind of not putting that lap in and locking up in uh, Q1 yesterday uh, on the Saturday. And made up for it. And he did say after the restart, where he went drop backwards, he said, I just didn't want to get any damage because I know I've got pace in the car. So it, when you when you do think about it, dropping, dropping from 8th to 10th for, no, for a pit stop for no reason, um, we could have looked at a situation where he could have got a podium, I think. He definitely could have got a podium, even recovering. So that would have been crazy from P17 to whatever, P3 or something. But he got it down to P five quality, and I think like all the I used I heard narrative this season saying that they've never seen Lando Norris overtake, that he doesn't do overtakes and he has no ravecraft. What are we doing here? They, these people do not watch Formula One. They just watch their favorite driver and run a gen and look at and look at the um. They, they watch Formula One like it's sofa yeah. score. You know when you watch Football <laughs> Manager, you play Football Manager, and just seeing the ratings and you see oh, positions. they watch they, like I didn't watch football. It's the same. Yeah, they're not actually watching races and racing because it's like when you watch the, like let's say when Nando was stuck in the midfield, you see these men do like hooping and doing moves and stuff. And it's like. And then, then they suddenly get to the front and then they do one or two things like, brother, it's, it's clear as day that this guy has race craft. He's been great at defence. It's, it's all there. So I don't understand why you guys haven't seen this. Like, you're not watching the sport. Like, you're just, you're just there commenting, but basically wear a man on based on their position, not on what actually happened in the race. Kwame. Thoughts on people that well, I want to know your thoughts on Lando Norris. I don't know your position. You never made your position clear. Yeah, no, I rate him highly, but like I, I rate Lando highly. But it's more of you know, Mahad, you know, you're doing the like, you know, McLaren Lando pop, Chris are doing the George Russell pop. I let man do that pop, you know, no the way he's there. I let you man, you know, rate this man. I, I rate Lando. T- today's race was absolutely amazing from 
all the way down to one point P19. You know, that, that strategy that um, McLaren did, you know, with, with the way he's working them hard tires in the first was was, was nice. Well, was nice. You know, he got past the, the grid with, with ease again. Uh, he had the pace. And then after, yes, called the uh, uh, mid flag, he dropped down again. But then he, the, the, the determination to, to push back up again, he did um, wonderful. And to, you know, get past the grid, you know, like, you know, we said with George Russell. Um, yes, George, you know, went right into that corner in the um, second one, but still, he got past him. Um, Danny Rick as well just got past him on the straight. Like, he just did it with E today, and therefore, for sure, if that race continued, he would have caught up with the front runners. So, McLaren can definitely be um, proud of um, of Lando today. Um, you know, I'm lucky, you know, for, yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I'm kind of disappointed in Oscar's performance, but I'll just say it's a rookie performance because if that's the pace that was inside the car, you should have had a podium, considering where he was. He he's he's struggling with the rookie thing of in races where Pirelli tires are kind of ass, he's really struggling. So it's one where he was struggling to get in the window and keep it in the window, and he already has that thing where he kind of falls away a little bit. So. You know these men who all hopped on Piastri stock, yeah? Stay there. Stay here. You know, we're in the low now. Stay. Don't stale. Don't run away. Don't run from the grind. You man hopped on. You all ready to be like, yeah, Piastri stock. He's, he's struggling. Make sure you acknowledge that, you know? Don't, 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 don't try and just hop on when things are looking rosy, yeah? You've had two races of, like, not great performances, like... Stay there and acknowledge and acknowledge what, what you've bought into. I, I think the tire thing as well is very much uh has he been to the track or not before? That's 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 it's all based on that because yeah. I've seen this guy do what 50 plus laps on one set of hards in Jeddah, but this guy has been to Jeddah, he's cooked at F2 in Jeddah and won all he won the sprint race and the race. So the guy knows that track. But he doesn't know tracks like Mexico City. He doesn't know tracks like Kota. So he doesn't understand what he needs to do tyre management-wise. And he has to have the feel for it to get into the window. Obviously, there could have been a little bit of damage with the incident with Yuki Sonoda, which we're going to speak about later. But it's still just like the second that that restart happened, he was nowhere near. Ricardo was long gone. He was fighting left. Like, Yuki was on his neck. Before that incident happened, Yuki was on his neck. And he could not get away from him. And that should that shouldn't be the case in that McLaren when you saw the pace that Lando was showing in that car. So for those that were saying, "Oh yeah, Lando, uh, uh, Oscar's better than Lando," like now, man, can you stay calm? Can you please just stay calm for like a, just a moment, bro? And just please watch the sport properly and allow the kid to just grow up and get get uh, get into his bag, get into his elements, learn some more, and then uh, that conversation can happen. But just to run that kind of conversation just for the sake of agenda, just lacks of any sort of knowledge of the sport that you're watching. You need to understand what's going on. People are going to now, people, because people are hyping up Piastri, I have to protect Piastri. He's my driver. He's the driver for McLaren. Isn't it? Now people are going to run Piastri agendas. When it's unjustified, because man raised him up and put him to the moon, put him to the sky, to like he's the greatest, he's, he's, he's a top three driver, he's a top five driver. And then when he doesn't live up to those expectations, you're gonna, you man, I'm gonna run agendas. It's a constant cycle. These people are sick. The guy's a rookie, bro. Nobody has these expectations as a rookie. And he was in a shit car. And all he needs to do is focus on, oh, can I snag a podium here or there? The man's got two podiums in the rookie season. Leave man alone. That's my problem. That's what I'm saying. 
But yeah, Lando Norris for me, I would I would say my driver of the day. That's Lando Norris. Because that's that second stint was one of the best stints I've ever seen in Lando Norris. Ever. And and if there was more laps, science was gonna get caught. I'll tell you now. Then Ferraris are gonna get caught. As I saw he's really catching science as well. By the end of the race, he literally was literally around there. Yes, there by stuff, yeah. And oh no, shout outs to shout outs to science though, because he held on to that position now ahead of Fernando Alonso in the standings. So Fernando Alonso fifth in the standings. Looking absolutely crazy. And Lando Norris is right behind him. So we, we might be looking at Fernando Alonso, maybe even P7, P8, you know, in the, in the, in the driver's standards. But P7, P7. Scary hours, scary hours. Um, Chris, this is not just a conversation about just this race alone. This is a conversation about George Russell since the summer break and I want you to just break this down for the people because George Russell did not have a good race in comparison to Sir Lewis Hamilton first of his name the person that we will speak about in depth in about 10 minutes or so George Russell the person that was caught on camera saying on Sky Sports on the night I better than Lewis Hamilton shit's gone downhill since then and I want to know what is wrong with George Russell? Is George Russell is clearly not maximizing or optimizing the car's potential because Lewis Hamilton finished twenty odd seconds ahead of him, didn't he? Yeah, it was a it was a big gap. It was this is the second weekend in a row where he's been nowhere at the end of the race, and it's. He hasn't maximized the upgrade yet. It takes him a bit longer than it does Lewis to maximize upgrades. You know, doesn't have the same level of feel as Lewis Hamilton. Like, he's not better than Lewis Hamilton. We all know this. He has to think he's better than Lewis Hamilton because if he doesn't, I want him out of the seat because you have to think you're that guy. Like, if you're not, if you're sitting, if you want to sit at the top table, you have to think you're that guy. That's just, just the rules of life. You have to think you're that guy or think I'm going to become that guy. So, that's one thing. Him, this past summer break, he's been a mix of bozo and unlucky because some of his better drives have come with no rewards and then he's done some really dumb stuff and then he's had some poor races. So it's like, Kota, Mexico, he's stuck. Singapore, he crashed on his own record. That's his own fault. He has to hold that. Um, Japan was normal. He wasn't far off Lewis at all. And he tried a one-stop because he said, if I carry on this two-stop, I'm going to end up in this one position. Try the one-stop and end up in the same position anyway. So it didn't change like, anything. He didn't ask for team orders. He asked for team orders to try and gain one position on signs. But it, 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 was, it was a tall situation. But other than, other than that, it was one where you know. Do you know what? R Russell asking for team orders and Lando asking for team orders is flirting and harassment. No, it's not because they both get cooked. No, Russell don't get cooked as much as Lando for them team order things. Because at least Lando's team orders are justified. Russell's team orders never make sense in this situation at hand. 
the guy will ask for team orders and he will, it's for his own race. It's not for like, uh, the team. That's him, isn't it? It's, it's, <laughs> that's a racing driver. Like, I'm going to be real with you, yeah? As a racing driver, you got to look after number one. Like, I think there's this whole fake motion, like, da da da. Because obviously, I think what people need to understand is that his teammate doesn't care. Like, if if it turns into championship mode on, you will see Lewis Hamilton call for team orders in a different way. But until then, it's kind of like a if I'm not fighting for a race win and I'm not fighting for a championship, I don't like. I want to drive well, but I don't care as much. It's more, you know, okay, I get, I get the mandem, their bonus, their bonus. They can buy Christmas presents for their children, but like the the rest of it doesn't matter. And I think George is someone who has a lot more to prove, and there's like a lot more, like, uh, I have to show I'm that guy. I have to, you know, I'm here with Lewis until 2025. Like, I'm, I'm stuck here. This, this is it. Like, it's, it's, it's no longer like a. I can wait around for things to happen. I have to make action now. And I think his problem is that all of his better races and better drives have come with no rewards. Like there's been there's been nothing there's been nothing positive. I think his head is gone now as well. So uh, it is what it is, you know. The, the, I'm gonna ask you a simple question. Does he based on his performances this year, does he deserve to sit at the table where Leclerc and Norris are? Yes. But he hasn't shown that. We're, talking, we're looking at Leclerc, four podiums, Norris, six podiums. Me personally, I say with Leclerc, but no Norris. But that's the space of the season. Yeah, we're talking about isolation of this season. I will say this, yeah, and I'll say this comfortably. He's, he's in the worst situation out of the three of them. So Norris went from the worst car to the second fastest car in like in, in, in quite a few tracks. They were McLaren number two. Ferrari have had a lot of races where they were the number two fastest car on the track. How many races were Mercedes the second fastest car? And then you have Lewis Hamilton finished on the podium. Not all of even them. Even then, yeah. It must even as questionable. Not all of them. They were the second fastest car in Kota. They were the second fastest yeah, car. No, in, he, he, I don't think so. I don't think Ferrari had the pace face, man. I, I checked the data. That red flag. That red. I remember I saw your tweet. I checked the data. It's not marrying up. That red flag shagged Ferrari to bits because that first didn't. They were comfortable. And I think Lewis is like, I know Lewis is a tire whisperer. But I f- believe that Mercedes would have had to pit again. Because Red Bull were always going to pit. And I think Mercedes were going to pit again. And I think Ferrari were comfortable within the one stop. I just feel that that the red flag worked in Mercedes' favour. I don't think they were the second fastest. I think they were, they were there with McLaren as third fastest. Like You could get a podium. You could beat Science and get a podium. But Leclerc, who was on it, no, no way. And I think it's one where, like, the one time, okay, I'm trying to think, because he's bottled some podiums, like in Monaco, he bottled the podium. Australia, the car, the engine blew up, so that's not on him. And then 
Spain, he grabbed the podium. And then I'm trying to think what other race where Mercedes were. And then Singapore, he, that was his own fault. So it's a bit like uh, the chances are much more limited than the other guys. You were dealing with a number two against two like number ones where you're the better driver in your team. So when your car is on it and you're on job, you should deliver a podium. You know? Uh, I, I'm gonna, let me just come to you, Kwame, and bring you into the conversation. Do you think this uh, situation with him being with Lewis Hamilton is sustainable on the team for his long term yeah. development, for his prospects of yeah. possibly being a world champion and uh, achieving the things that, let's say, Leclerc and Norris want to achieve as well? I'm going it's on that not, It's not looking like, is it? I felt like. Um... I'm trying to think what could be the cause for, you know, George Russell's, you know, downtown and performance. And I'm thinking it could really be this whole kind of situation of Lewis staying for, obviously Lewis going to stay for just one year and obviously extend his contract to 2025. And I feel like in, in um, Russell's head, I felt like he thought, okay, cool, I can ride out this year, push out, push, you know, one class with Lewis and then, cool, I've been the main man in this team. Now Lewis is staying there longer term now. I'm not sure if he sees in the head like, cool, Will I be the main man? When will I be the main man? And it's going to be this situation up until that. Con- Unless if George just rises above it and he's just like, cool, let me just run my own race. Because we know he's, he's, a, he's a quality driver. We know he's a cable driver. We know, cool, he can be up to toes with Hamilton with the right, you know, carved the right circumstances. I feel like he just needs to be at a point where, cool, this is my situation I'm in. I shouldn't worry about if he's going to be here or not. Let me just run, run, race my own race. And the rules will come from it. I feel like there's too much pressure on, on his head where he's just all of a sudden, you know, he's just doing things that's unlike George from this season. It's, it's been a very good year for George. Like, I hear the pace call, he's been faster, but the results, it's just been weird for me this season, George. It's been a weird year. I think another problem is he's rolling the dice too much. He's going for risks. So he's basically he's basically going, there's not a championship winning car. There's not one of the a race winning car. I'ma just roll the dice at every opportunity, and he's he's losing money in the casino. Like he's going home bankrupt, bruv. The account is red. He's crying. You know, effort has gone wrong, and it's one where it's like the the best example is when Lewis talked about Singapore, and he was like, "If I was in George's position, I would not have pitted to put on the new set of mediums to chase for the win. I've just taken the P2." Whereas George is there going, "I'm starved. I'm gonna go for it." He, sound, he sounds desperate. He sounds like panicking, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, What's that brother that uh, uh, I'm saying that meme with the African guy at the roulette machine? He's got coffee. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> that man's got no bread left. He's got no bread left in the roulette machine right now. It's looking crazy for him. And he's trying these things. Oh, let me try this. Let me try full strategy. Let me do the. He's not going to recover. The guy is not even going to recover his position to where he's going to be ahead of Leclerc. And then, man, in the, in the standings, it's over. Yeah, I, I think that's just that's just the nature of the thing. I, I think his biggest problem is Mercedes. I think for him, it's more he needs a better car to basically kind of just make him race normally. Because last year he raced normally and it worked well for him. And then obviously a bit of luck in his favor boosted things. This year. He's not raced normally. He's kind of rolling the dice, you know, once another race win, once another four position, once this, what's that. It's like, 
yeah, it's, it's 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 not it's not looking good. But it's one thing where because I can see that his base driving level is better. I'm not overly concerned. It's more just you know. Oh, so the, the do you feel, like, you feel like he's improved from last year? Hundred percent. What aspects? Race pace, tire management. It was. It's all a lot better. But it's just that the problem is that everything is relatively worse because last year Mercedes were comfortably the third fastest car, and then when Ferrari was stinking, it was second fastest. And you know, Science were having was having howlers here, there, and everywhere, and so on and so forth. Whereas this season. There was an Aston Martin at the beginning and McLaren now, where it's a tussle. And whereas Lewis Hamilton's on top of things, he's not. And it's one of those, it's one of those situations where, you know, we're on pains, you know. It's the kind of thing you, you sometimes you have to get beaten up to to really to really show what you're made of and show what needs to be done. So, you know, you've got to hold these licks. He's got to hold the licks, man. He's got the whole licks for now, but uh, for me, he's under surveillance. Doesn't mean he's on a watch list or anything like that. I'm just keeping an eye out. Just literally keep an eye out. Because if I was to rank the drivers this season, is he a top five driver this season? No. On performance, no. And if, if, you, want to be, if you want to be called a top five driver in Formula 1, them, them seasons, you can't be having off-seasons, bro. You cannot be having that stinker seasons. Hey, everyone's allowed one stinker season, bro. No. Not at the top level. Our GOAT had a stinker season, brother. I know it's fueled by heartache. He had a stinker season, bro. No, 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 no. But... What, 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 what are we talking about? 11? 11, yeah. That car was... Ah, oh, that car... We're not gonna do we're not gonna they say 2009. You know where man try to say 2009? Oh yeah, Hamilton was in the back mark or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that was 11 what that tell you that now. Yeah, it's the thing is it's fine, it's more just more how you come back and what you do about it, and, and that's 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 the real test. So it's like yeah, 2011, he had some banger drives though. He had some the thing is George yeah, has some banger drives. Of Qatar, he went from last to P4. But no one cares, and that's fine. I don't care that no one cares because it means that if he has a stinker, we care a bit less either. Uh, then it's balanced. Lewis Hamilton 2011, China getting shanked. Third race, you know, man did a mazzaline in that race. He didn't even have the car ready. Oh, no, no, I get it. The thing is, like, it's one thing. It's one thing. I get it, and it's like some of his good. I always say this: Silverstone was one of his best race weekends, and he came out just head gone. He did everything right, but you know when God's not with you and the luck's not no, with no, you. There are, there are solid drives here and there. I'm not going to pretend like he's had an absolute eventual 2020 type of team. He, did, he didn't do that. Yeah, like no, 2011 I, kind of everyone everyone eats. 2011 like everyone kind of ate that year though. Everyone kind of ate. Like it was that top four, top five for the championship that year. It was close, so. Cool. Even though Lewis was, you know, the bottom of that top five list, it wasn't as bad as his compared to what George having now, in my opinion. Even yeah, though the car was not there. I think the thing is, apart from let's say Verstappen, has Ham- Hamilton hasn't really had a stinker this year, and then 
Um, Trunks has been phenomenal, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been on, his quality hasn't been top notch, but he's he's racing. Yeah, he's racing. I'm thinking Leclerc had Hooners, Alonso's had Hooners, you know. Anyone else, like, apart from yeah. Hamilton and Verstappen, everyone else has kind of had a, like, a stinky race or two in there. That's true. But it's, just, yeah. it's just, it's more how much we pay attention to it and what, what actually happened. So it's, it is what it is. It's Russell's time to be put on the microscope. I embrace it. I just don't want people lying. I think people exaggerating the whole season thing, but the past... Yeah, there, a lot of people have commented and said, Russell... Based on these performances, he's no better than Bottas. To me, that's you, you gotta calm down, man. No, no, Because then we're just talking agenda. We're not actually talking for a while anymore. We're just talking about, like, come on, let's be serious now. Let's be serious. Because what on earth? Why would you even say that? Why would you even, why would you even, uh, like refer to that like so you're telling me a, tri- a driver that's below Bottas's level beat Lewis Hamilton last year what what are we doing right now and how can you say you got the best driver lineup if you got a driver that's less that's worse than Bottas under the same breath remember the old Piastri fans now oh yeah yeah <laughs> say no more if you're a Piastri fan out there, let me know if he was in the trenches in 2021 with us. Even 2020, if he was in the F3 trenches, you weren't there, man. You was not there. But the person that's not in the trenches, the guy that's in the upper echelon to Formula 1 at this moment in time, Sir Lewis Hamilton. Absolute phenomenal performance. Especially in the second stint. The amount of time that he put on uh, Leclerc, the amount of time that he put on the rest of the grid, on those mediums for more than 30 plus laps, an absolutely superb performance, kind of stringing together right off the back of getting disqualified after doing a fantastic performance in Kota as well. Uh, Kwame, tell me about uh, Sir Lewis Hamilton's performance and uh, what you've been thinking about his recent form in races. Uh, he, he After what happened in Kota with the disqualif- uh, disqualification, he needed that performance, obviously, to catch up on um, the P2 for that championship, you know, and um, yeah, he, he, he delivers, man, honestly. Um, Again, like I said earlier, he might have got lucky, you know, with the red flag coming at the right time, you know, um, for him. But that's like I said, that's like a stand. The way he, he caught up, you know, with, with Leclerc, the way he, he, he drove a uh, phenomenal race. And um, yeah, no, no thoughts as well. I mean, clearly he was the second best driver on the grid, on the grid as well today. Oh, yes, I should say. Um, you could tell him by him going to get fast lap as well. He, great, 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 great performance. That was right at the end. But yeah, he did a he did a great job. Um and uh, Mercedes they, they held together for him as well. So yeah, he had he had a great race, that's all I can say. Um yeah. speechless again because we're now getting to the business part of the um season and um it's it's starting to come together. Um take away the disqualification, that's two second um places um back to back now. So he's doing the business, um, which is what's needed. Um, any suggestions that Lewis Hamilton's lost it? Insane to me. He's not. If the car's better, he gets better. This is just how it is. 
obviously, as with time and age, he will drop off the physical abilities, but he's still there. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's no way he's not there, and there's still a, a big gap between him and the rest of the grid, uh, bar Max Verstappen. So he's still there. Chris, tell me about Lewis's performance. He's the goal, and he does the goal things like when, when I remember when um, I don't know who put out the tweet about um, bigger strengths and weaknesses and whatever, whatever. And then I told everyone, I said, it's the sense of feel and how, like, he's, when he's when I think now he can feel the car a lot better and he's able just to coax the tyres and do these crazy tyre saving stints where he set the fastest lap on 34 lap old mediums, bro. That's, that's what it means when you're the best. And it's one thing, it, it was disrespectful when people talk about him being washed up and just, you know, man are just running lies out of pure hate just because... And it's the second time in my lifetime I've seen people do this where, you know, you have a guy who's known as the best because he's a bit older and there's some other guy in a better car. You think man's washed up. No, I don't work like that. Give him the tools he can call. Shumi was washed. Shumi was washed. In 2006, where he won the most races in the season. Come on, bro. No, no, no. no. When he came back, he was washed. Hey, he grabbed a pole in Monaco. That's all I needed. My heart was full, bro. That's all I needed, bro. All I needed. <laughs> Let's not be shameless here, man. Hey, he said the fastest lap, yeah. Man was driving. Unless Lewis, unless Lewis retires and F's off for three years, then comes back, then I'll understand watch talk. Yeah, yeah, but as in, but obviously, I was talking about Michael in 06 when, when yeah, I'm. Yeah, Michael in 06, like. I don't know. I remember Brundle was like, Alonso and Kimi, the new kids are here. Then at the end of the season, we're like, hey, this man's the GOAT, bro. We're going to miss this guy. And I think it's the same. You didn't win, though. That's Ferrari engines doing Ferrari engine things, bro. But we we had man man doing consultant role in 2007. I was in the paddock, bro, trying to to teach Kimi how to drive. I'm like, brother, Kimi was dunking at you. What's going on right now, bro? Bro, let's not talk about that let's go back to Lewis but yeah man it's one thing where he's he's just so good in it it's like it's one of those things where even some decisions that might be thought as questionable he makes it work and you know it's on basically we're we're being robbed of real entertainment because you know we have someone that can give Max a headache just rotting away in, in 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 this bad car. And you know, he's showing levels, he he's fighting for he's just showing levels, isn't it? It's just he's the GOAT. Like it's as simple as that, you know, the GOAT doing GOAT things. And I think now people are putting respect on his name again properly. So I can't I can't complain too much. <laughs> I think right now the only person I think right now the only person that goes toe to toe with Lewis Hamilton is Max Verstappen. Because Matt Verstappen, we 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 ignored them on the spot. I don't know why. But he was he's phenomenal this race. What the hell? The, the race starts were, were, were very, very good. And I'm someone I'm I'm here waiting to hate on man like, but like I can't do it. I'm just I'm just sat here just like man are, man are asking us on the Twitter account why we don't talk about Max Verstappen. This platform was built on hating on Max Verstappen, but he's cooking. We're not shameless. This guy's not, he's moving like a robot. He's faultless. Even Lewis Hamilton is saying this guy's faultless. He's not doing anything wrong, bro. The quality, maybe, 
But even then, on the Sunday, he's slapping it and winning by 20 seconds. And I, 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 I and the draw so funny. Do you know what the 2021 season was? Was him doing that and Lewis doing that to the rest of the grid, just winning by that much. And it was them two battling. When you look back, I want you to go back and look at the 21, 21 season when Lewis Hamilton and Max Stappen were battling, you know, chasing each other down. Check where third place was. Check the second, the seconds that these men were putting on their head. Because it is Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, and then there's a huge gap, and then it's the rest of the grid. So don't talk to like when people are doing comparisons with Lewis Hamilton and Leclerc. What what are we doing here? What are we doing here? What's going on? I don't care. I don't care about one lap pace. Do not care. He what did he do to Leclerc in that race? Oh yeah, the the mediums are going to drop off. Man instantly put seven seconds on Leclerc's head immediately. On the so-called preferred tire, but if I speak, I'm in big trouble. But Lewis Hamilton, man, just give him the car, man. I don't trust these guys. I don't trust these guys at Mercedes to give him the car. That's my problem. I have no issues with anybody at Mercedes apart from that man called James Allison and Mike Elliott and them guys over at Brackley. Can you build, can you build a ground effects car? Can you build a ground effects car? Can you properly to the level because technically low key when you deep it, Red Bull didn't really upgrade their car like that like that this year. They really didn't upgrade their car like that. So those people that say, "Oh yeah, the time penalty didn't really impact or whatever," they just came through with a, a wavy car from the jump that was already built before they even got penalty. Yeah, now they got that shit back. Now New is cooking. He's like, hmm. What 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 could we do here? What could we do for next season? It's gonna get scary. But yeah, driver today, guys. Before we go, Chris. Uh I'll give it Danny Rick with a honorable mention to Ocon for that radio message because that's oh, just, really for that man. <laughs> you can't give him ratings for that. For those that didn't watch the race, Ocon, what did he say? Tell us on the streets, Chris. He was he was like, he's like. Tell, tell, hey, he's like, he's on the radio, he's the engine, he's like, oh, tell Hass, yeah, I'm about to send it, I'm about to send it on Hulkenberg, yeah. <laughs> it took him like 15 laps to make the move. Brother, do you know what that was? That's like, that's like when you get, you know that meme with the baby with the gun, and he starts crying. He said he was going to rise it, he did not rise it, bro. He could not rise it. You cannot, if you, you, if you say it on the radio, do you know how rare that is to say on the radio? I've, in my years of watching Formula One, nobody actually says that shit. So if you do say that shit, you got to rise. He did not rise, and Gasly's behind him, thinking, "What's wrong with my man?" No, Gasly can't chat because he was doing that in the, in the first thing against Hulkenberg. So yeah, how people know. breathing? Yeah, let him breathe off it. It was hey, they got the job done in the end, but fam, that has as well. Remember the, the tie there game at go. Hulk was falling off, and they still couldn't get past him up until what, the last couple of laps. Boy, <laughs> insane. Hulkenberg deserved the point, man. Low key. Uh, Kwame, driver of the day. Um, I'm, I'm gonna give it to Lando still. Um, I, I think I said in the chat as well. I said, uh, right, before Yuki um, uh, um, did what he did, I'm about to say toe and toe between uh, Yuki and Lando because they were both having similar races. But I've got to give it to Lando, man. He, he, oh, he finished it, he finished the job. We have to speak about Yuki. My head was gone, man. Do you know how perfect this drive was, bro? This is he was last, you know. 
This guy was lost, ended up P8, yeah? He was cooking. He was frying, guys, on that grid. He was fry. He was cooking, bro. He's fast. Do you know what I was waiting for? I was, which was going to be inevitable if he did get past Oscar Piastri. Because he was all over Oscar Piastri. He was faster than him, yeah? If he did go, he was going to dunk on Ricardo. I'm telling you right now, he was going to dunk on Ricardo. But the streets were denied. Because imagine the street, imagine the streets if Yuki Sonoda ended up finishing ahead of uh, Ricardo. And he started like P20. That would have ended the, the talk, but too overly ambitious, going around the outside. I, talk, I, I, I feel like this is the cultural Formula One at the moment, going around the outside and thinking you, you're going you're gonna to just stick it. Like, there's a risk to it. You've got to be patient. You do not go around the outside unless you you know that you can land it. Same to Perez. You do not go around the outside if you expect And you know what's so funny? For years, since 2019, people that are uh, Michael Messi and them, man, they've put in this culture where the guy on the inside gets penalised. When somebody tries to attempt to go around the outside and gets dinged. Yeah? So people feel like, oh, yeah, yeah, I might as well do it because people are so scared of getting a penalty. Do not do it. Unless you can clear the guy, do not do it. Unless you've got the momentum, do not go around the outside thinking that you can just cut back in and do your thing. Oscar, passenger in that situation. Yuki Sonoda, big, 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 big points thrown away. Anik and Nam are winning now. They're, 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 they're winning. It would have been over, Chris. Right. The conversation would be over. Even oh, if you yeah, just been right behind Ricardo, it would have been over the conversation. Yeah, no, it would have been done. It would have been an amazing drive, but it's one of the ones where that moment just, 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 just vindicated their hate. Well, on, on the Saturday, yeah, I saw one of Sanchez, Finker, and now Sunday I'm seeing that I, I was hardworking both. And, and the worst thing I didn't, there's no excuse. But I th there's no excuse. I'm I'm not denying it, but like it made no sense because like the amount of straights, the DRS in Mexico was cooking, bro. All you had to do was hold it up for a straight. Because obviously the corners in Mexico is quite tight, and he did the lap before as well. He did the lap before, and the and they they touch rules. So I thought to myself, brother. You're playing on fire now. Don't do this again. He did the same thing the next lap. But yeah, I'll give it to Lando. I'll, after that, I'll give it to Lando. But all mention to him. He would have been certified driver yeah. today if he even finished the day. But yeah, uh, Lando, unreal. What can I say? Unbelievable drive. Uh, Latifi Award. Uh, Chris, I already know you're going to do it. Tell the streets, man. Let, let Kwame cook first. Let Kwame cook first. Okay, Kwame, Kwame. Yeah. Uh, uh, Latifi Award, aka We Can Bloody See You Award. Alpha Mayo, um, and in particular, um, Zhao Ganyu or Ganyu Zhao. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give to that by the man. Um, right, how, how can you finish? Uh, Bro, so he was fighting in the points, you no? Know, at the beginning, him Bottas. They were both in the points. They were both, but that man just dropped off the grid. That man qualified both what in, in the Q3, right? In the top ten, they were both, both fighting for points. Up. Yeah, how am I seeing a Yuki who crashed into um, obviously Piastri? He went down all the way to the bottom of the grid, but he still was ahead of Zhao. I'm I'm seeing um Sergeant who um Bottas crossed the Sergeant right at the end. And Sergeant still was ahead of them man up until he had his issue in the last lap where he paid for whatever reason. Uh, I think that Pumflow issue, whatever. 
and this is meant to be the, the next big manufacturing sport. I, I know Silas my boy, so I know I, I will get the um, I'll get cooked for it. But it, it, it's scary as for both of them too. Like, brother, what overtakes was this man doing? Everyone else in I've seen the grid cooking, even Hass were eating as well with Hockenberg. Kwame, uh, Lando Norris has a three minute video of overtakes in one race. Does uh, Guan Yujo have that in his career? In the Formula One, no, he doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't. So, you tell me right now what is what is the purpose of Guan Yujo being in the Formula One? We said it when he got signed, and I'm still shocked that that happened considering I watch F2, F3, I've seen this done, and he's had two years, and now he's gonna have a third year in Formula One. And he brings nothing to the table. People stick it on Sergeant. People stick it on all these other drivers. This brother brings nothing to the table. Why is all the focus on Yuki? This guy's not doing nothing, bro. At least Yuki's coming with highlight packages. What is this guy doing in Formula One, Chris? He's there just wearing drip in it. But it's like, who cares about drip when you're at the back, bro? I don't care about drip if you're riding the bus, bro. Get a car. Like, do something, bro. Like, I've had enough of him because it's like, they have a reserve driver and Porsche is about to win F2 championship. You, like, there's more exciting drivers out there. Like, I don't understand. What, like, what's Joe Steele? What is Joe Steele? The guy's a role player, bro. Off the bench. Plays He's at, still plays on Brooks, bro. Play, he plays at the end of the third quarter. Off the bench. Plays a bit of defense. He's not an all star, bro. F1 needs all stars. And Aston Martin, if I dare, Kwame, he's not even like Latifi media, so he can call some red flags. That's the thing. Like, I, I, I like it when my drivers have a bit of, you know, danger to them. That's one thing I said before with, you know, the generation, you know, of your mix and your Yuki's. At least they would push themselves hard enough where you know they will you know do an assignment overtake or they'll do a crash like i'd rather my rookies been in crash listen i'm not team owner so it's not my money so i hear it but i'd rather them and risk and you know try to do an exciting crash and you know do something then just not do anything at all and then just drop off the field and then get get, get home the car because you're adding nothing to the team like at least what's you know okay cool you do a good quality you know then he'll at least drop what are you doing uh at least boss got a bit of experience yeah, I don't see it personally, but you know, Alfa Romeo. Yeah. The we can see, we can see you guys. You can't keep doing this. You can't keep getting away with this. I'm hearing Audi want to back up. Can you man reek? It's looking crazy. It's looking crazy. We we are watching. We are observing. Gwen Yujo, that's your boss. You got one more year of this, and you're both going to be employed, unemployed. Uh, Chris, see forward. My Latifi will go to the team that's 10th in the Constructors' Championship right now. Haas, you know, you know, they came they came in last year, 2022, on smoke, saying we gave up 2021, we're coming in on smoke, you delivered a decent car, you know, you said, oh, we're not going to do upgrades, we're going to master our car, do one big package, yeah, cool, cool, cool. This season, they said, okay, you know what, yeah, that upgrade package didn't really work, we got overtaken by everyone. They've done the same thing again. One upgrade, it hasn't cooked again. Chewing their tyres again. Hockenberg, you know Hockenberg tried to dip to Audi, you know? He tried to dip to Alfa Romeo, but then go to Steiner when and said, activate the claws. You're, you're here for life, brother. But these guys reek. Upgrades don't cook. Nothing's cooking. 
car just breaking, sending Magnussen into the wall. Bruv, pit stop slow. Everything stinks, bruv. And then, then they try to run PR campaigns against against the child because because his uncle was cussing you. All right, all right. That sounds personal, that was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a bit personal still. That was a bit personal still. But you know what it is? And the Andretti thing. Man's talking about, oh, what Andretti don't bring nothing. You're not bringing nothing. You finished last or second last since every year, since like 2018, like. That was the last time you, you provided any sort of entertainment, bro. I can't, I can't stand this, like, because it's like, they're not good. You never hear about hard stuff getting promoted or poached to go up up the grid. You don't hear that, bro. There's nothing good coming out That's of that institution. Nobody wants Ramona Resta, bro. No He's one wants that. It's funny because it's not wrong because at least like Avatari, they'll get at least a young James Key somehow getting promoted to, to McLaren or something. But these men, I'm hearing no. articles of I'm hearing articles of Adrian Newey going to Williams, looking at the Williams car. I've never seen him look at a horse in his life. Horse is crazy because they had the biggest upgrade in the history and didn't move forward, and ended up lasting the constructors in within three races, two races. What I'm saying is with Hashir, and this is this is a problem with Formula One. I need a minimum spend. Everybody talks about budget cap. I need budget minimum, bro. If you're here scrimping and saving, you, this ain't for you. You're in the club. You're buying bottles of water, bro. Man, I'm buying Don Perignon. You can't be in this club, bro. You can't afford to be here. Let Andretti come here and let them... You think Andretti would have a, a telephone box as a pit wall? Are you crazy? Andretti would be blowing cash. Has come on, man. I... I'm all for having like uh, you know diversity in the grid and stuff like that, and having an American team. But if you're gonna do it, do it properly, man. There's guys knocking on the door trying to get let in, bro, and you're just taking up a spot because you don't want to compete. You want to be scrimping and saving. Gene has looks like he's a, he's on the borderline of like Bayless will come to his house at every every moment because this team bankrupted him. You need to let go of this thing and sell it to Andre immediately because no, we no, can't no, be no, scrimping no, and saving. No, no, no. They can sell it to someone else. We need Andre to have their own spot, and we need Haas, yeah? What you need to do is, you know, next season, yeah, one of K-Mag or Hulkenberg has to go, and if Behrman wins F2, you put him in the car and you make a plan for how to handle a rookie. Because if you can't, if we see K-Mag and Hulkenberg in 2025, yeah, and you men are still at the back, I want you just. I want the FI just to take your license away and just be like, "We'll give it to someone else," because it's not good enough. You have to provide something. Like you're not providing anything. It was nice that you stayed around during COVID, and I respect that. But COVID times are gone now. The sport is prospering. You have to match that level of, of expectation. Like Alpha Tari moved up, Williams moved up. What are you man doing? It's just staying there. Gunner's got that D uh, DTS still, man. He's all good, man. He's all good, bro. He's all good, man. Who cares, bro? No one buys Netflix anymore, bro. They've they, they increased the prices. We're not buying Netflix no more, bro. The next video run out. You did your little book tour. It was nice reading your diary. But, okay, it's time to go now. It's time to go! Um, my Latifi Award goes to Aston Martin. We can see you. <laughs> we're, we're at the stage of the relationship, yeah, where... Alonso is pretending that shit's broken on his car. This is my favorite. I'm McLaren. I'm telling you right now, I'm McLaren. And that second stint, 
2017. When Lacar did not have pace, this brother would say, yeah, something's wrong. And then just automatically, under no instructions, go into the pit lane and retire Lacar. This is what we're doing now. We're saying floor damage from the debris. He's just... Watch Alonso, man. He's been in F1 for how long? He retires the car when the car is not there, bro. He's saying this is a waste of time. He will pretend that there's an issue with the car and he will pick the car. He's done this many a time. If he if he didn't do it uh, in Mexico, I'm guaranteeing he's done it before. One million percent he's done it before. So, not only that, the team just reeks. The, the team's doing offsets with... Uh, oh yeah, we're going to mix this uh, with rear wing with this floor because they don't understand their car. So Dan Vallow's Latifi Award. You've got Andy Green's car. You tried to stick on some upgrades. You thought you was uh, Adrian Newey. It's not cooking. What happened to all the Dan Vallow's prop in the beginning of the season that I used to see on my timeline? I, if I type in Dan Vallow's no, name's not coming up. If I type in uh, any of these Aston Martin engineers, it's not coming up because these men don't understand their car. Bro. And they might cook next year. But this year's been an abject failure. And I can't even explain to you why. That man got the ATR cut to second place and then they started moving mad. They're like, oh, no, we can't upgrade properly, bro. We're finished. We need we need all the time as possible. You want to be a big boy team? You've got to step up when, you, when you're when you're at the top, sharp end of the table. I, I said on here before, they did the Ferrari thing of when you make a nice car in the corners and then you try to strip away all the drag and then they've messed up the entire balance of the car. And now it's like, and now it's showing through because Alonso can't mask can't mask the failings anymore. Because McLaren are here, they've fallen behind Alpine, and we've called Alpine rubbish all year. I, I like, just we're calling teams rubbish all year, and you've fallen behind them. What what can we say? What can we do? I, I just got some. I think this could be the history of the of the Jordan because deep it like right so. Aston Martin at the moment now they're, they're failing, you know, to um, develop the car. When they were back in the racing point days, apart from that 2020 season when they had the pink Mercedes, they were all struggling to develop the car. For India, they were notoriously bad for developing the car. They started well, but they developed the car. It's funny, all this money that they've got now pumped to this team, and it's still the same issue. And Andy Green has been there from Jordan days since you know when they joined there as well. So I'm not putting the blame onto him, but I'm just saying there's an issue with that team where. Them and are strong to develop because we've seen it before in the past, and now how many years is still the same issue? So, hey, if the, if the engineers from the Jordan days are the ones that that, that carry them to success, they need to Harry Gary Anderson back, bruv. Bring bring back the old guard in it, yeah. From the race, bring back V10s, bring back V10s, Gary Anderson. Oh my god, bro. Uh, all I can say about that Aston Martin, where Rafa or Richard hold that. That's what I was there. They got hold it. Um, we've got some listeners' questions before we go. Um, if I can get it up, hold on a moment. A lot, a lot of people are getting on to me, man, because I said I've noticed something about Mercedes. Let my agenda build, please. Let my agenda build. Why am I being prescribed the timelines? I'm talking to you, Becker. I'm talking to you. Let me breathe. I said I will confirm something about Mercedes after this race weekend. I have now delayed this. I did say I was going to delay it to Mexico. I am delaying it again because I need to. I need further information. I cannot build an agenda properly unless I let it marinate. This is not white people cooking. I'm letting it marinate. It has to be overnight. It has to sit there. Let it, let it, let it, let the agenda build. Then I will tell you. Yeah. 
So that's my thoughts, Becca, on your question. Oh, so two pe- people too used to McDonald's, um, McDonald's-based yeah, agendas. I don't, I don't do fast food takes. Mm-hmm. My name is not certain people on this pod. I don't do fast food takes. It takes mm-hmm. thought. There's different types of people in the F1 space. My takes are not reactionary. They're not half-baked. They're not filet of fish Yeah? They're properly cooked and seasoned. So let it cook, yeah? Uh, first question is from Scribsley, uh, Squaib Makbul. Uh, he said, is Paris finished? A simple question. I, I don't think he's finished as a, as a driver, per se. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, he's still a decent midfield driver. Like, he can still hang it out in, let's say, uh, an Aston Martin or, let's say, an Alpine or that level of the grid. He can hang it. Hang it. I think he can hold his own still. Team 40 some point days, you know. He could do his cute recovery drives or cute strategy-based drives there, it? But as long as his time in Red Bull, the top team's second driver, yeah, them days are done. I'm them days are, are, are done. Their, their time is numbered. But midfield, he'd be hype, man. You'll see him low in the Williams or, you know, Hass or something like that. You know, Hass love, hey, don't see there any money. He can do his thing there. Carlos Slim, back it. Gucci, everyone needs. Uh, I'll go to the next question. Does MG from at MGL Sports 1Z3, does Daniel Ricardo outscore Yuki in the last three races? If Yuki's Bozo gene flares up again, yes. It's this is on Yuki Sonoda. It's more on Yuki Sonoda than it is on Danny Rick. It's more what 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 whatever Yuki cooks up. So it's like if he wants to stink or he wants to do well, it's on him. You know, higher ceiling, hey, higher floor. The car is the way the car is right now. This, this is he's getting the top five finish in Brazil. I'm saying this first, right now. I'm saying it right now on pure pace. On pure pace. Uh, next question. Now that ha- for the same person, MLG Sports One Two Three. Uh, now that Hass are officially P10, can they move up the grid before the end of the year? Can they even score before the end of the season, end of the year? No, and hopefully no. <laughs> so they're not scoring no points to gain when Alphatari is over. Yeah, or because Alphatari. next week's a sprint race, so they can't spend time setting up the car to manage tyres. Las Vegas is... This is Magnussen's home pole position. Better hope for adverse conditions. Oh, can cook there as well. Hey, I, I think it all depends on my opinion. Alpha Mayo. I feel like you know, Alpha Town now they've got upgrades, they're they're kind of gone. Williams are clear. So the battle for 10th is between the two four powered engine cars, man. It's between Alpha Mayo and the Haas. So we'll see which one stinks out more. I think it's li- literally that. And if any of them two teams get lucky as well in the next few races, I think Haas are more likely to get a point than Alpha Mayo, but again. How lucky you all have to be to get a point. The gap is four points. A P10 isn't enough anymore. You need like a P7, P, P6 kind of position. Now, is that happening? Hulkenberg podium come true right now. Save the day. That's the only way they can help them save the um, team. Right? That's the day I'm finished. <laughs> that's the day I'm finished. <laughs> I'm because you know what's so funny, yeah? Even though they, even if Haas didn't win the race, yeah, they came third, yeah. Tr- trust me, Steiner's going on the podium. 
whoever won that race, whoever that official is, that, that wonderful the constructors that day, he ain't there. Steiner's gonna be there. Popping shots, he will be there. Um, last question from a ASD: Can Lewis win in Brazil? It depends on Red Bull and Verstappen. That's that's the that's the that's the limiting factor here, because the one weekend that they actually reeked, Sainz got his race win, and and the other time they kind of smelled, which was Monaco, Aston Martin bottled it. But like, I don't trust Mercedes to capitalize. It would be a Lewis carry job, and like last time Lewis had to take the hit to deny last, Max as last well. Last three last three years at Brazil has been a sprint race. Every single of those three races, Red Bull fucked up the setup. Three times in a row, they fucked up the setup. Will it happen again? That's what I'm about to say. If there's a race where that will bounce up and we're worse, no, not three times, two times. My bad. I can't. I'm I'm very ill, guys. You can hear the sniffling. If you're listening to me, I'm very, very ill right now. Red Bull's history in Brazil is not the best. Let's put it like that. Uh, What? No. No, it's been to Jamal in the in the sprints, like I said. It's not last year was last year was an absolute abject disaster. Yeah, last year was the 2021. That was Lewis Hamilton with a nuclear power bomb engine. And And to be fair, if that was a normal race weekend, Red Red Bull in that race. Because Lewis Hamilton is not making up 19 places. He would have finished. Lewis Hamilton would have finished second, and they would have and we would have called Bottas crap. No, but to be fair though, Bottas actually Bottas with that same nuclear engine in Monza went from like last to P three. No, yeah, it was twenty twenty when he was breathing like a dog. Twenty twenty one in Monza, he did a mazzoline. Bottas with the nuclear that nuclear engine, yeah. These men were throwing away engines. That was it. I found uh, one day they're going to do a, uh, what was it, 30 for 30 on that engine. <laughs> you just need to know what's going on. Because what was going on there, and you did not do that in the first half of the season. Because that engine was so thick. It's insane. Nobody ever talks about yeah, cause, it. Because it was going to blow up. That's why they had to remove it for Qatar. They said, Qatar will That's, 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 that's a red line. It, it, it lasts for a, a race and a half. Each engine. These men were paying these out. Nasty stuff, but listen, it made my go win races, but don't give a damn. Um, yeah, that's everything. Uh, if you got this, quite if you got here so far, apologies for me being sick on the, the microphone. Um, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok. We'll be back next week. We'll review Brazil. Peace, peace, peace. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix, and it's lights out, and away we go. We are the green, green, green. This for my key, key, key. Taking away from him, down the straight again. Schumacher blocks. Looks good on the inside, and Marcus Schumacher takes the lead. Here comes Sebastian Vettel. He's neck and neck with Lewis Hamilton. Vettel is alongside and ahead. Ocon is also ahead. Let's go for a fresh car into the car. Oh my goodness, this is fantastic!
Italian Grand Prix. And now he finds himself alongside Michael Schumacher as top in the record books. The world championship record is equal. Lewis Hamilton wins the Turkish Grand Prix and is a seven-time champion of the world. For all the kids out there who dream the impossible. Sports Social Podcast Network.